Well, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant. I am so thankful that you are here, that we found each other, and we get to talk about some very crucial, critical, and important things that are very pertinent to this hour. And I, I just got through several meetings today, and I'll tell you, um, it, the same subject matter keeps coming up. People are concerned about what they're seeing in our world, in our nation. They're, they're afraid. They're wondering what's next. And it's almost dystopian. It's almost um, like we woke up into a bad dream where people are looking and seeing the different things that are happening in the world right now. They're saying, this can't be the United States. This can't be America. But it is. And so we are still standing and hoping and agreeing that something is going to happen in faith. And we'll discuss that more as I do have a little bit of new information. Every single day, people are asking, do you have anything new? I do have some new information today that we will discuss. But before we get into that, I just want to tell you, we're going to continue to fight. We're not going to give up. We're going to stand for the word of God in this very critical late hour as his remnant body of Christ. And I'm so thankful to all of you that reach out and write and just let us know that you're part of the remnant army. You're part of the remnant warriors. You're part of the 300. More and more people are joining the Gideon 300 it's pretty impressive, and so I know that the Lord is pleased in seeing his remnant church come together for not a time such as this, because it is a very critical and crucial time. You can find our work at toddcoconato.com, T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com, and uh, there's all the information also on The Remnant News or rmntnews.com, where we put up daily articles as well, and uh, we're going to start getting a little bit more coordinated. We've been, I was thinking, I've been so in like full throttle mode during the election. And now it's like all of a sudden things have kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to see how, how things are changing and developing. The news cycle isn't quite as fast as it was during uh, the election cycle because that, during an election cycle, just so you know, the news is fast. I mean, there's breaking news all the time as things are developing and moving. And now we've kind of moved into this new uh, puppet draconian administration, this fake administration. <laughs> and, uh, you know, every day it's like, oh gosh, but none of us want to watch the news. Not definitely. I mean, I think like 2000 people were on Biden's live stream. The last time he, uh, he was on a Facebook live doing some type of, uh, speech that he was doing. No one really listens to his speeches, uh, on Facebook. Uh, you know, they had, I think on YouTube, they had to turn off the comments, uh, because so many negative comments, uh, they had to stop the likes and, you know, the dislikes because all his videos were getting dislikes. So obviously this isn't a president that's gotten 80 million votes, more votes than any other president in our history. But yet he doesn't even have a following. Isn't that interesting? So, wow. Right. Okay. And so and I've been thinking about a lot of different things today. You know, first of all, I want to just go through this whole Q thing because people are still talking about QAnon. And they asked me, Pastor, what do you think of QAnon? Was it a, was he a LARP or was he, you know, was it a CIA operation or did everybody just get played? And, you know, I know quite a few people. I think I mentioned on the program before I even knew some people in Congress that, you know, people that ran for Congress, people that are congressmen, you know, that, that were reading Q posts. I mean, it was a pretty extensive movement. Um, but, you know, some people don't even know what Q is. So, you know, there's like a, a large uh, span of some people that are very familiar with Q. Some people have just heard of Q. Some have read some reporting. And I don't really like to talk about Q because I think, you know, for me as a pastor, I really need to talk about the Lord, what's God saying, 
you know, uh, you know how we can be better remnant warriors and, and, you know, survive in this very critical, crucial time. So, but the reason why I keep getting diverted to talk about Q is because, you know, this has come up quite a bit, especially after the election, because a lot of people feel like, you know, this was a CIA operation or this was something that was a, to, done to confuse a large portion of the Trump supporters. And so I've really been thinking about this and asking the Lord for discernment and wisdom. And, you know, as I said in the past, I kind of just don't mention, I don't talk about it because, you know, a large portion of the audience on this show has probably pretty familiar with Q. And, uh, you know, and I'm not here to, to be like a uh, Monday morning quarterback, you know, or to, to you know, hindsight's always 2020. And we, we still don't know if, if this whole thing that they call the plan isn't, you know, in fact being, you know, initiated right now as we speak and it's still going on. So, you know, I'm analyzing and I'll tell you when it's opinion versus thus saith the Lord. And as I analyze this whole thing, the one thing that sticks out to me, and I'll just throw this out there to you, there's several things. Uh, one of the things is that a three-star general, General Flynn, uh, was very closely connected with the Q movement. So I, I find that interesting. This is a guy that had top-level clearance, you know, was was definitely involved in the military intelligence community. The fact that he would be, uh, you know, fooled by that if it was a PSYOP or a CIA operation, I find that very riveting and interesting because he is a, a smart, intelligent man. He's a believer and he's also probably knows a plethora of information. I mean, you can imagine what Flynn knows if you picked his brain. This was a guy that has held high-level positions in our government for national security. Uh, another thing about the, the Q movement that perplexes me is, is uh, why uh, the president of the United States, being the excellent leader that he is, remember, I mean, this is the guy that had a show called The Apprentice because of his leadership, uh, he's a he's an excellent leader. He's run one of the most successful organizations in America, uh, the Trump, his hotels and everything that he's got. So, you know, as a pastor of a church, would I allow a man in my church to be spreading a false doctrine uh, without calling him out? Well, then it would be my fault as the shepherd, wouldn't it? So I'd have to sit there and say, hey, guys, look, there's this man or this woman or some person in our church that's spreading information that's incorrect. And I just want you to know he's not a bad person or she's not a bad person. But, you know, what they're saying is incorrect. And I don't want you to be fooled. And I would put that out there and I'd get ahead of that so that people don't get ensnared into something. And so uh, this is one of the perplexing issues for me because I know President Trump's a good leader. And I don't know why he wouldn't have addressed this very big elephant in the room. I mean, other than the fact that he might have upset some people, but so what? He's upset a lot of people over his, you know, his lifetime and, and they would get over it because people ultimately love him. So I, I think that, you know, strategically he, he should have got out in front of that if that was a false thing. So, you know, there's a lot of things that leave me perplexed about our current situation in the world. And that's why we're having these discussions. Is, is And I know there's some people that are going to write me and say, Todd, I have no idea what Q is. And I'm, I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but I'll just give you a really brief uh, summary in case you still don't know. But there was this message board. I think it started on 8chan and 4chan, you know, these, these like messaging boards and apps. And apparently it was coming from somebody that quote unquote had Q level clearance, which is a high level clearance. And they were disseminating information that was helpful apparently to the Trump movement and the, you know, the patriots and the truth seekers that they were saying, you know, look into this, look into that, you know, and kind of putting out what they call Q crumbs. And, uh, and anyway, so in a nutshell, you know, many, many people called Anons. So really the movement wasn't called Q Anon. The movement was called the Q movement, uh, which was a pretty large movement. I mean, there's people all over the world that were looking at these, what they call Q drops, 
And, uh, you know, it was giving out information for, for really for what they call the Anons, the people that were reading these messages, to go out and do their own investigation and kind of come up with conclusions based upon the information that they had been given. So, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people write articles that have been very critical of Q. They're calling it a conspiracy theory, of course. They're calling it, um, you know, a CIA operation. There's some people that are saying it's uh, similar to um, some type of psychological warfare that they used in a previous um, uh, communist uh, revolution. Uh, I think it was called Operation Trust, and uh, where they where they made it like there was this group of people that were the good guys that were going to win, just to kind of confuse the people so that they had hope. And then, meanwhile, the communist regime took over. So that's kind of what's being thrown out there right now. And I know a lot of people are confused, and that's why we're spending several minutes on this today, is because people are still confused. Pastor Todd, should I trust it? Did I get played? You know, um, and, and and the thing is, is that it's kind of in a way, and I don't want to compare it because it's different, but it is in a way similar to the prophetic where many prophets came out and said, you know, Donald Trump's going to have a second term. I mean, everybody was, of course, listening to that Kim Clement prophecy, which has been very on target so far, by the way. And and then there's many other um, well-known, trusted prophets and friends of mine, people that I trust, people of faith that really, uh, I'm not talking about pastors that said, I feel like he's going to win or I have a, you know, I've been praying and I feel like that. I'm talking about prophets that literally came out and said, like, Donald Trump is going to win. That This is thus saith the Lord, you know? And uh, I remember some people writing me during the campaign and they were asking, they said, Pastor Todd, do you know anybody that's saying, you know, that's a that's a well-known prophet that's saying the other opposite, that he's not going to win? And and I can't find that. I mean, I know there's probably somebody that said it out there, but there wasn't anybody in the prophetic community that I know personally that said, no, Donald Trump's not going to win. We're going to go into judgment. So every prophet of, of renown that I know, every, every well-known prophet, um, basically said Donald Trump was going to have a second term. So, you know, amongst pastor friends and people, uh, you know, that I talk with, uh, I said, look, we, you know, there's two major things that could be happening here if we see Biden actually uh, maintain a presidency. You know, the first thing is, number one, that, you know, how did the prophets get it wrong? And uh, many people, you know, believed the prophets and, and, and as they should. Um, and, and secondly, uh, with this whole QAnon thing, this Q movement, uh, you know, many people believe that, you know, they were receiving this type of information that was uh, being given out by these Q-level clearance um, patriots uh, who were saying, you know, trust the plan, the patriots are in control. So you have these two different groups, all part of the patriot community, all part of the truth seeker community, all part of the Christian community. And um, and so now what's been happening, and I talked about this a few shows ago, is is there's these people arguing amongst each other. And I said, no, please don't. This is not the time for that. We have a real clear and present danger, folks. And, you know, we have to address the elephant in the room. I mean, there's a communist insurgency that's literally taken over our government or at least appears to have done so. And we're praying and believing that God is either going to a expose what just happened and uh, allow these criminals to, to have, you know, to have justice take place here. And that's what I'm believing and praying is, is that whatever has happened in the dark, I'm, I'm standing on the scripture that says what's done in darkness will be brought to light. And that's what I've been standing on and believing because I do know that every time I've interceded really hard in my life for something, I've prayed, I've fasted, I've sought the Lord, I've had intercessors praying with me, you know, God has come through. And I can't imagine um, all the prayers for the nation around the world, people, because this doesn't just affect America, this affects the whole world. I can't imagine that uh, God just is going to ignore the prayers of the saints. I think personally, as I've seen God work, is is that it's in his timing. and I don't know how he's going to do it, 
But instead of me listening to the latest podcast from this person or that person or the latest video or, you know, all these different theories, what I've decided to do at this time, and trust me, guys, I was, I mean, you can see I was down at Mar-a-Lago talking to the director of national intelligence. I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, somebody that doesn't like know people in government. I've, I've been down there talking to people and, and congressmen and like I said, senators and different people. So it's not like I don't talk to those people, but I will tell you that anybody that knows people like that will tell you. Is, is that they don't just get, you know, sit there and tell you secret classified information. You know, they'll give you little inklings here or there, or kind of smirk or smile or, you know, tell you if you're crazy. You know, I know um, Sebastian Gorka isn't uh, afraid or embarrassed to do that. <laughs> and he was part of the Trump administration for a short period of time. But but the bottom line is, is that they're not going to, you know, give you classified information. I'll tell you that right now. They're not going to do that. And so, um, you know, so I've asked questions. I'm a pretty pointed guy, as you guys can probably tell. So I'll, I'll say, hey, so what do you think about this? And then they'll just say, oh, well, you know, we'll have to see. Or, you know, that's kind of the answer they'll give you. Oh, you know, we'll see how that works out. Or, you know, we're, we're praying for the president. You know, really short, short things. So, you know, when I was down in Mar-a-Lago right before the 6th, right before the inauguration, um, the mood had, I mean, honestly, between you and me, the mood was kind of already moved on past the election. It was kind of like, People already were accepting that Biden was going to be inaugurated, but there was a remnant of people in, in, in that group as well that, that were still standing and believing that God was going to do something. And uh, I will tell you, I think Kaylee was one of those people. She was standing by the president. She said he wasn't going to quit. He wasn't going to, you know, he's working hard every day. I believe that. So, you know, it's it's been a roller coaster for me too. I just want you to know that. It's been a roller coaster for me too, because it's not like I... You know, I know that everybody wants some type of answer. Everybody wants some some red meat, you know, like here's what's going to happen, you know. And and I've made a decision as a spiritual leader in the body of Christ. I mean, as a pastor, I would consider myself, you know, in that category. I don't want to mislead or dangle anything like a carrot, you know, and, and pretend like I know something more. I, I just want to be completely honest and straightforward with you guys and let you know, like, this is where we're at. Like, this is what this person's saying, or this is what the, you know, but this is where we're literally at. And so at this particular moment in history on 127, 21, you know, here we are the 27th of January. I mean, what is uh Biden's been in now for seven days. We've seen what's happened in the seven day span. You know, you ask me right now, do you still think there's hope? The answer remains the same. Yes. Nothing's changed on that front. I still think that there's hope. And, and, and I go back to analyzing people now, from the president, I don't know the president personally. I'm not trying to pretend or front like I do, but, you know, I've been in the room with the president. I, you know, briefly kind of, you know, had a short encounter with the president, but I've, I haven't really had real conversations with the president. So I have no knowledge of, you know, I mean, I know people that know him, that work with him and, you know, they say very nice things and, uh, you know, everybody speaks very highly of him. They say that the media completely, uh, you know, absolutely lies about how President Trump is, you know, he really is. He's a kind man. He's uh, very attentive. He's he treats people really well that work for him. So total lies from what you know the mainstream media have said to us. Just total and complete lies. But you know we already know that. Most people that are listening to this program know that. But but the thing about the president that I do know from studying this man and being around people that have worked with him and you know being around people that trust him with their life, uh, this is not a man like these other swamp creatures in D.C. And I think you know that. You know, he's not a career politician. He came in this really just trying to, you know, defend our freedom, defend our constitution, defend our nation. 
He didn't make a dime from being president. In fact, he lost money uh, in his organization. And he also came under tremendous assault and attack from the mainstream corporate media to the, you know, probably worse than anybody I've ever seen in the public eye in our lifetime. And I think we can all, you know, agree on that. I mean, what they put his family through, his wife through, his kids through, his organization through, uh, they tried to arrest this man. I mean, you know, literally saying he's a treason, he's committed treason. This is a man that's defended our nation, our constitution, that put everything on the line. And he was in power for four years. That we do know, okay? No conspiracy there. He's definitely was in power for four years. It's a fact, right? He was the president of the United States. He had the clearance to know what was going on in our intelligence community. You know, he was the commander in chief of the military. He spoke to the generals. He spoke to the people in position. Now I know there was uh, infighting with the Obama holdovers and the deep state people that try to, you know, uh, put all types of roadblocks up and all that type of stuff. I understand that. But we have to also remember though, that this man is brilliant. He really is brilliant. He's a 4D chess player. He's a, a strategist. He's He's a very intelligent man. And so he's not the type of man that gets outmaneuvered. He's not the type of man that gives up easily. In fact, his speeches time and time again talk about not giving up and never losing and, you know, always having a plan. And so, I mean, yes, could I see what he's doing right now in the in the news narrative? Like, yeah, you know, he's setting up this office of the former president and, you know, it's got this seal that is very interesting because it is the same seal that kind of represents, um, you know, something that happened in the in the real republic before it became a corporation. And I know many people are t- going down that rabbit trail and, you know, there's probably some there there. But, you know, I just don't have extensive evidence to to verify that and that I can say, yes, I can confirm that this is what's happening or the military is in control. Or I mean, we've all seen anomalies and weird stuff in the last couple of days. Like, for instance, when they didn't send uh, Biden a plane to pick him up, you know, uh, usually that's something they do for an incoming president, including Donald Trump. You know, there, there's just certain things that we've seen, like I mentioned yesterday. And somebody did tell me, by the way, that the motorcade where the uh, soldiers had their backs, that was actually um, meant to be that way. So I don't know. I mean, I mean yeah, I've just listened to other people that have talked about that. I don't really have extensive proof or evidence on that. So you're right. There's a lot of people saying a lot of things. And uh, but there are some weird things. There are some strange things. No matter what, I think we all can agree that Biden's a puppet, whether he's a puppet to the deep state globalists or, uh, you know, he's he's definitely a puppet and uh, he's not pulling the strings. Somebody's pulling his strings. He's he's barely can remember the pen to pull the pen out and to sign a blank piece of paper. You know, that that's very challenging for him. I mean, he can barely speak, you know, without them having to cut and edit and, you know, make it look like, you know, I mean, he has some serious, serious challenges and I'm not trying to make fun of him. I'm just saying, I mean, it's this is a fact. I mean, we can all see this. There's definitely some issues there. Maybe it's just dealing with, you know, being a senior and that's fine. I mean, he's, you know, but he is an older man. And so, uh, but regardless, I mean, I think that should be a concern because we're used to having a very sober-minded, uh, very uh, in, in power, um, you know, strong presence, Donald Trump, who really led this country. And then you see, uh, you know, Biden coming in there, you know, he's a deep state puppet. So anyways, I'm getting off on a rabbit show here on my own. So the thing is, is when you think about Trump's character, you think about who this man is, and you think about he's in there four years. He has all the intelligence. You know, he's talked about in the past over. I mean, obviously, he knew in 2018 that, you know, in order to do that executive order, he must have researched and knew that they were going to try to pull off voter fraud. I mean, he signed the order in 2018. That was before even the coronavirus, you know, so he knew that there was going to be issues and he signed the executive order because of that. 
Um, I think they plan things. I think they set traps. And if I didn't know better, this master strategist who plays 4D chess, see, now as this is all playing out, we're kind of getting new information. This is where the new information comes in. You know, I had a friend. I'll tell you a story. I had a friend. And the friend, uh, his friend, who I think was his old roommate, is now pretty high up in the um, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Now, here's the thing about that is, is that his friend... I mean, the man who told me is somebody I really trust. Like, this is a very honorable Christian man, somebody I really trust. I, I mean, I would, you know, let my daughter stay at his house. I mean, that's this is a really honorable man. His wife's amazing. Anyways, and so, um, and they, they're they remnant people. I mean, you would, you would totally get along with them, right? They could be a guest on this show and, and just track with us 100%. I say that because I want you to understand it's not just somebody that I'm hearing like, you know, just any old person. This is a trusted man in my life. And his friend, who's a trusted man in his life, is part of the Bureau. And he said to him that there are things going on that we don't know about and they're good. And he can't obviously give, you know, information, but he basically said, don't worry, things are going to work out. And this is somebody that's in the know that there are current things happening behind the scenes. Now, if that was the only time that I'd ever heard that, I probably would take it with a grain of salt. But it goes in line with my sources and other people that have said similar things. And so I'm putting all this together and then I'm putting together the fact that Donald Trump is this 40 chess player that's brilliant. And I just can't imagine him going out like the way he did. Now, again, like I said, he's created this office of the former president. And, you know, maybe that is his strategy is just to, you know, be uh, a really, you know, respected voice that many people love that 80 million people voted for. And, uh, you know, he leads that way and, and somehow, you know, we see something happen like some people are believing in 2022. That's a very mainstream, safe kind of narrative. For me, as a remnant warrior, and I think you can probably agree with this, I don't see it so easy because I don't think 2022 is going to be a real election. I don't think, I think our nation will be so far gone by then. That's literally, I mean, we've seen seven days of what this administration is, is trying to do. Can you imagine these seven days, uh, you know, several months from now where we'll be at. I mean, you know, so if, if this is the case, if the military really isn't in control, like some people are saying, if there really is nothing going on behind the scenes and maybe this information that we've got from these people is just, you know, uh, not not true. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how it could be why they would say that, but let's just say that, you know, that's hypothetically the situation, then we're in trouble and we really need to understand where we're at. But what I feel, again, and I will, I will talk about that if we, if time goes by and I feel like the Lord is, is changing my prayer point. We need to really go into like hunker down and we're in a communist revolution kind of situation. Like this will be the group to talk to because I know extensively how to walk through that and we're going to have to take some real steps. And But I'm just not there yet is what I'm trying to say. And I think some of you can understand because you've written me. I'm just not there yet, folks. I'm just not there yet. I'm not ready to throw in the towel on this last election. I'm not ready to give up on Donald Trump and his plans, because I feel like the man did more than we know yet. And I really feel that strongly. And, and more importantly, forget about Trump as a man and forget about, you know, the military and all these different things that we're analyzing. Back to trust in God, because God has explicitly told me, I know this as I took the time. I know when I hear from the Lord, because I feel it, it's a still small, you know, a small, still voice, still small voice of the Holy Spirit. And it's just telling me, keep praying, Todd. Keep praying, Todd. And and when I hear that, just those words give me hope. I don't need like some prophet to tell me. I don't need 
you know, me to have hope in the latest, you know, podcast of this person or that person or the latest video from this website or person I listen to. In fact, I've, I've kind of not been listening to other podcasts like that just because I want to have a clear mind. And, and the reason is, is because we're in such a critical, crucial, important time. And I say that because the thing is, is I go back to this when the Lord says, keep praying to me, that's all the hope I need because Jesus is enough. And you say, oh, well, you're, you're making this about something else. Like that's not what it means. And I understand. I get it. I mean, Jesus is always enough. Look, if we go into a communist regime, I mean, that's basically where we are in the natural, you know, Jesus will be enough. But I just, I still feel like we need to keep praying. And so I wanted to walk through all those different things with you today because I wanted you to know where my mind's at. And, and, and I'm not just saying this just to say it. it. I've done a lot of research. I mean, this is years, 20 years of research. And, and you know, a lot of us feel like, oh my gosh, like we, we had this amazing breakthrough with Donald Trump and the nation, you know, the people took the power back from the deep state globalist cabal. And now they're shutting down any dissenting voices and they're literally taking you, Pastor Todd, off of YouTube, you know, with your monetization factor. And they're literally, you know, canceling you and maybe Facebook next. We don't even know. And it seems like there's this, you know, my wife said, gosh, Todd, you, you know, you worked on this since like 2011, you know, and, and now here we are. They're just canceling all these followers, all these people that you had on these different platforms. You just lose them. That's it. And I get it. It is frustrating. And I, you know, she says, maybe you need to like go sell real estate or something, you know, and I get it. And I, you know, I, I don't like talking about money and that's why I don't at least a little bit, maybe here and there at the end of the broadcast, I'll mention it. But you know, the reason why we have those conversations as a family, because you know we have to pay the bills and we have to feed the little one, but even more importantly, we got to keep the ministry going too. And, and, and how does that happen when, you know, we're, we're dealing with all this warfare, you know, so people like, you know, they listen, but then it's like, you know, you, uh, I, I just don't even like to go there because that's my problem to deal with and God helps me through it. But I say that because my wife knows the cost of what this, this, the, it's a high cost because you're getting canceled and you, you could even get like put on no fly lists. I mean, they're doing crazy things now. They're labeling people, hate groups. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that's going on. And, and so, you know, there's a, there's a real reason to be concerned. And I know many are concerned. And, and we'll take that turn if we need to at some point. But the reason why I'm still not there, saints, is because I'll go back to this. It's because I just still have that voice that I'm in my prayer time that's saying, keep praying. And that gives me the hope. And so I don't need I don't need somebody's podcast. I don't need somebody's theory. You know, I can look how General Flynn's brother just took over Pacific Command. That's interesting. I mean, there's all these data points. Every day I can find interesting data points. You know, somebody showed me that set of like the um, the White House, and it, it, it you know the whole thing with Joe Biden is weird. I mean, the the inauguration was weird. It's all weird. And I wanted to talk a little bit about false flags because some people have been asking me what is a false flag. You know, the D uh, Department of Homeland Security issued a national terrorism advisory today. They call it um, it's it's their NTAS system, which is a bulletin warning. And there's currently a heightened threat environment across the United States that's likely to persist over the coming weeks. This is uh, basically being used to target conservatives who speak out. Now, <laughs> some of us look at ourselves and we say, what am I? Let's see, I'm a straight, white man, Christian, conservative, Trump supporter. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that, and, and, and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, put Asian in that mix or you know, whatever, they'll demonize you, whatever you are. African-American, if you're a Trump supporter, psh, you're a terrorist, right? 
This is the world that we're living in, ladies and gentlemen. So this is why it's so crucial. We'll go back to praying and really asking the Lord for a miracle and a breakthrough because we don't want to go into this very dark situation. And it, and it seems like in the natural, that's where we are right now. But we're believing and praying for a breakthrough. And I, I laid out some of the reasons why I have had reason to pause and to say, wait a minute, this just sounds like there's more to the story because we're all hoping that and we're all praying that. And I, and I hope you are. And, and I, don't, I don't want you to lose hope. I don't want you to lose focus. We need to be extremely focused, sober-minded, praying. Now's not the time to cave or to uh, panic. Uh, we're going to get through this either way because we have the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And just like persecuted Christians in other countries have made it through in very dark times, we will get through this. But I'm praying that this doesn't, this isn't the fate. This doesn't seal the fate of the United States because that's what this is. And I want to make this very clear. Back to the 2022, 2024 people. If, if, if you're in that group and you think that somehow, you know, we're just going to keep voting and somehow the Dominion voting systems are going to be changed and they're going to all of a sudden work and not, not flip votes. And, you know, it, that's, just, that's just not even wise if, if you really believe that, unless this thing gets fixed somehow. And I don't see the conservatives standing up enough to push back against the Dominion's uh, systems or Smartmatic or the hammer and scorecard or, uh, you know, the voter fraud, the mass voter fraud event that we just saw happen. So I, I you'd have to overcome their system somehow. Now, will they have as many uh, mail-in ballots in the next time around? Well, some people are saying no, but then if you watch some of the legislation that they're putting together, it would ensure that Democrats win. And this is a one-party country for the rest of the, the nation's history. Because that's what they did in California, and I lived through it. I lived through it in California. So that's what I want people to understand is that I, those of us that have been in California that have seen the one-party rule and how it corrupted the state from being one of the most flourishing states in the union to being one of the most depraved states where everybody's fleeing from because it's basically communist socialism. And now they're saying that's the model for America as they also look to China and you know, Biden is saying, and I don't call him President Biden for a reason. I call him Biden, by the way. But he's saying that, uh, you know, we need to have patience with China. Patience as they're flying warplanes over Taiwan. So this is a very critical situation. And this is all I'm saying is, is that as the remnant body, you know, we do have authority, guys. We do have authority in our prayers. And if enough of us are praying and fasting and, and petitioning the Lord, he is the one that moves mountains on our behalf. He is the one who sits on the throne. We're asking him as the Gideon's army, as Gideon. And at and, and that time, we came into this late. We prayed way too late. We woke up way too late. Some people are still sleeping. But for those of you in, that are awake, we're asking, are we willing to pray, to fast, and to contend even when it looks so grim and so hopeless. And I know that's a big ask. And that's why it's only meant for the 300. It's only meant for the, the real remnant warriors out there. But if we continue to stand, I do believe, I'm believing in faith that we're going to see a breakthrough and something's going to happen that maybe we didn't expect. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm fully prepared to walk us through the tribulation as the remnant. I've been reading Revelation my whole life. I've been studying it for many years. The Lord spoke many visions and dreams. But in my spirit, I will tell you, I just don't feel we're there quite yet. And maybe it'll happen, you know, and all of a sudden we'll be like, yeah, it's it's really happening. Like this is actually the situation. But I still feel like there's some time that we can continue to pray this through 
and wait on the Lord and uh, ask him to do a miracle on our behalf. So will you join me with that today? Let's pray. Uh, many people have asked me to lead them in a prayer. So we're going we're gonna to pray right now. And then I will write out a prayer too. I just haven't had the uh, time to do that today. It's been a very crazy busy day today. But uh, I want to pray with you right now. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of your Holy Spirit, I thank you for those that listen to this broadcast every day. We come together as a remnant community. Uh, we, we, we are concerned for our nation. We're concerned for our children. We're concerned for our grandchildren. We're concerned for our country, our, our freedoms, our constitution. Uh, Lord, we don't know how you're going to work this out. We don't have a, a clear understanding of what or how you're going to do this. But Lord, we're trusting and believing that you don't want the United States of America to fall to communism. And, and then we're praying that there would be something that would intervene by the power of your Holy Spirit and we'd see a breakthrough that, that we didn't expect, but that we're trusting in faith, Lord God. We believe that you are willing to move on our behalf, Father God. And we're pleading with you, Lord. We're pleading the blood of Jesus over this country, over religious liberty and freedoms, over the houses of worship and churches, Lord God. For people of faith, Lord, that just want to serve you. And, and Lord, we've been apathetic. We've been asleep for many years. But I pray this would lead to a great movement, a move of your Holy Spirit, an awakening in this nation. And we're just thankful for what you're going to do. Oh, Lord, we love you so much. And we'll serve you no matter what, Lord God. Even if we have to go through a very hard time and a very hard season, we will still serve you. We'll be faithful. We'll come together. We'll work We'll do everything that we need to do, Lord God, as you've called us for a time as this. You've raised us up for a time as this. you prepared us for a time as this. I pray that anybody listening right now would not be discouraged in their heart. They would not lose hope, Lord God. They would focus on you. They'd draw strength from you. They'd worship you. Lord, they'd spend time in devotion, Lord, in your Holy Spirit. That depression would not take root. That oppression would not take root. That they would not feel fear or feel condemned or judged. But today they would just feel a peace that passes understanding. And so I give you all the glory and the praise for who you are, Lord God. I thank you for what you're going to do. We praise you, and we put our faith and trust in you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, listen, thank you so much for listening to the broadcast. I still wanted to get to some of those questions that I didn't get to yesterday. We've already gone past a half-hour time, and so uh, I usually just do a half-hour broadcast or so each day. Uh, but please, let's come back again tomorrow. We're going to discuss more of these things. Uh, if there's any new information, I'll let you know. Many of you are going to say, well, what was that new information that you were going to say? And uh, in a nutshell, the new information is, is that nothing has changed. Uh, according to the people that I've talked to, they say there's uh, still um, everything that was going on is still going on. And I hope that's true. Uh, apparently, there's there's 30 plus cases that uh, have not uh, still been adjudicated uh, in the in the in the court system. So we got the courts going on. Uh, apparently, there's some people, Sidney Powell and others, that are working behind the scenes in certain situations. That's still going on. Um, you know, we still have uh, the opportunity to look at the ballots, uh, which that could be challenged. Um, I know that um, there's some people in the military that have told me that, you know, there's things going on with the military that we don't know about. So I don't know those things because I don't have that type of clearance. But I, I have heard from credible people that things are still going on. So, you know, that just is in line with my prayer, saints. I, I can't guarantee you that. I don't know 100% as I've been very candid and explained to you today how much I know and how much I, I mean, I'm not holding back at this point anything uh, other than maybe things that would get me in trouble. But, you know, I don't really know anything that would get me in trouble, to be honest with you. I mean, I, uh, nowadays you could put up a meme apparently and get in trouble. But, you know, we're just we're just praying for our country and uh, we're doing it at, at a high risk and uh, we're doing it so that we can have a, a place to talk and communicate as the remnant. I will speak as long as I am allowed 
and uh, I will fight until, you know, we're done. I mean, until we fought the good fight of fate. And um, so that's what we're going to do. So thank you for those that are able to support us. I appreciate you. You can go to toddcoconato.com slash give. I think the link will be in the, um, in the notes below the broadcast. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Bless you guys.